Hello, Syngap Land. My name is Michael Gralia, and today is Thursday, February 23rd. This is episode 94 of Syngap 10, your 10-minute weekly briefing on everything you need to know about Syngap 1. Lots of exciting things to give you an update on. First exciting thing is the last day of February is Rare Disease Day, because it's the rarest day of the year, and we have a $20,000 match. So every dollar donated via the link, which is at the top of the show notes, to SRF, in February will be matched up to $20,000. That's pretty exciting. Thank you to the donor there. And um, please donate, share that link out. The long link is in the show notes. The short link is syngap.fund slash RDD23 for Rare Disease Day um, 23. I'm just gonna put that in the notes so it's there. Now, if that's not exciting for you and you prefer to do things in your own team, Sprint for Syngap is back. This is. I believe the third annual sprint for Syngap. We've done this for a couple years now. And we are just like a finely tuned machine. So here's what's going on. There's a main page, um, links in the show notes, and you can go there and you could donate. You can also create a team. And 13 people have already created teams. Not only have 13 people already created teams, but four of those 13 teams have already started raising money. That would be Team Tavilla in Massachusetts, Team Naya down in Florida, Hope for Hadley up in Massachusetts again. Those people are hard to stop. And Team Lizzie, I believe, in Texas. Pretty exciting that they've already started raising money. And that is going to um, grow and grow and grow. Last year, I believe, we got up to about $150,000. That's huge news. So Sprint for Syngap is in April. And aside from setting up the page and raising the money, the thing you do with Sprint for Syngap is you... If we do it like on April something. And... Um, you organize just a thing with your friends. You go to a park, you do it in your street, you do it whatever, and you walk around the block, you run, you do whatever you do. We're not. No one's checking your math. No one's seeing if you ran, walked, crawled, whatever. Really, it's about having an excuse to know that people all over the country are raising funds for Syngap on that day. And um, the, the Boston event has grown considerably. If you look, go back and look at the videos from previous years, you'll see events in North Carolina, South Carolina, everywhere, They're, the, California. And it's just really a great event. And um, so we have the main page for giving. We have 13 teams. And you could buy a Sprint for Syngap t-shirt on our bonfire site. Links in the show notes. Or if you're doing a team like Team Had- like Hope for Hadley or Team Tavilla or whatever, you can actually, we'll make you a special Syn- Sprint for Syngap t-shirt. And we'll put Team Whatever on the back of your shirt so that people can run around and, and represent um, their care and concern for your loved one. That's pretty cool. Moving on from fundraising, going up to straight up understanding how to take great care of your Syngapian, there are some really exciting webinars. So we had a a webinar on brain surgery and uh, brain stimulation or neuromodulation hosted by by SRF, but the special guest was Monica Jones, who is the CEO and um, a mom, uh, but she's the CEO of the Pediatric Epilepsy Surgery Alliance. And um, she's just an incredible mom. I've had the privilege of getting to know her through my advocacy work. And her son had a major operation early in his life to stop seizures. And she has really become a force for epilepsy surgery. So she, along with Dr. Abel from uh, Pittsburgh, gave a great talk, which was an overview of everything from VNS to RNS to DBS to CCs, the whole thing. And, you know, at some point in your journey with epilepsy, somebody might say to you, have you thought about epilepsy surgery? And you'd be like, oh. What it just sounds scary. It's not. It's it's like one of the things that we can do to help our kids. And then there's neuromodulation, which is VNS, RNS, DBS, right? And these are 
not irreversible, right? These are reversible interventions. You put something in and you basically get an, uh, an electronic device that helps stimulate the brain in a certain way so as to preclude seizures versus a CC, which I can't pr pronounce, so I'm just going to use the abbreviation, which is where you sever one of the major connections between the two hemispheres. That's, that's not reversible. And it's scary, but we've had families do it, and, and some of them have had good results. So if you're, if you're curious to understand more about neuromodulation or brain surgery, go ahead and look at that webinar. Um, Monica's a dear friend. There were lots of questions asked. It was a, it was a very valuable webinar. Um, Dr. Jeff Collar of Johns Hopkins gave a great talk at our um, Syngap conference in December, and it was so good that we asked him to give a webinar because we did a, a terrible job of videoing the slides in um, at the conference. My bad. I apologize. And so I said to Dr. Carlo, would you mind giving your talk again with the slides on Zoom so we can capture it and people can really hear what you have to say? Because mRNA therapeutics is a really hot topic, and we are very lucky that Dr. Collar is working on Syngap-1 with mRNA. So that's going to be a great webinar. It's on March 16th. And then... Um, Dr. Jillian McGee of CHOP, who did that incredible poster with all the citizen data, is going to do a webinar as well. We are fine-tuning the scheduling there. That's on us. Um, but you could already sign up, and then you'll just be registered when, when we lock in the date. So three incredible webinars. You can watch the Brain one right now. Sign up for Dr. Collar on March 16th, and then look forward to Dr. McKee. That's going to be amazing. In addition to webinars, there are four very cool blogs I want to flag for you. The first... Very cool blog is about the Simon Searchlight, which is a, a registry that you can sign up for, sponsored by the Simons Foundation, who you know I think very highly of. And that is a place where they are going to offer you validated scales and, and various surveys you can take. This complements perfectly the Citizen Digital Natural History Study, which you should all be signed up for. If you aren't signed up for Citizen, sign up for Citizen. Links in the show notes. And then consider signing up for Simons. What's nice about Simons is they give you a gift card for your time. They're really well run. The Simons Foundation is a very large foundation dedicated to autism research, highly professional. And, and we really have a great partnership with them. If you came to the conference in December, the Simons people were the people taking blood samples. With those samples, they make those samples available to research. And they, um, they also occasionally make cell lines, which is great because cell lines are essential for research, which is why we also make them. But Good to have multiple people making cell lines. In addition to the Simon Searchlight blog, which was blog uh, 136, we did a blog on how to get genetic testing. So now there's three different places you can get free genetic testing, right? So a lot of people talk to their friends and their friends say, wait, you got genetic testing and you learned all these things. How do I learn these things? My child's having seizures or my child's whatever. Like if you heard me talking about Heather last week. Um, and now the answer is, well, if your child is, has an autism diagnosis, they should sign up for Spark from Simons. That's free. That's in blog 137. If your child has various neurological issues and you think maybe they're Syngapian or maybe it's genetic, take the survey from Probably Genetic that we created as, as SRF in partnership with PG. And if you score high on that survey, they will probably offer you free genetic testing sponsored by an industry partner. That's pretty exciting. And then there's a similar option being offered by Ambit. Um, Ambit Cares or Ambit Healthcare. That's amazing. There's three free ways to get genetic testing right there. And um, many of the people in our community went through insurance and delays and headaches. That could all be avoided. So blog 137, read it, share it with your friends, especially if you want someone to consider testing. Um, blog 138, 
If someone's like, well, why should I get testing? Blog 138 is the answer to that question. What it means to have gotten genetic testing and, and why we think it's a good idea. 137 and 138 are both written by um, Corey Baisden, who heads up our community activation group. Excellent blogs, check them out. And then blog 139, Vicky and Nancy from our board went to an advanced therapies conference in Florida just to learn a little bit more about what's coming down the pike. I think this is incredible that the board members of SRF who spend their time raising money and supporting this community spent their time to go learn about more about these different therapies. And, and they shared their thoughts on that experience in blog 139. And they encourage you to, you know, go to conferences. Like if you're sitting on the sidelines, like this stuff's so interesting. How do all these people do it? You do it by showing up, you know, you, you, you get your first, you get your first conference out of the way and you start figuring out how these things are done. So please read blog 139 too. All four blogs, I know we're, we're coming fast and furious, right? The team is growing, the machine is working. Um, so check that out. And then how am I doing on time? Nine minutes. Prax 222 day just happened. So Prax 222 is an ASO for gain of function SCN2A. If you're like, what did you just say? Don't worry, you don't have to understand it. But it's an ASO for a genetic disease. It's not our genetic disease, it's SCN2A. But it is a genetic disease. It's the first ASO for a, this specific genetic disease and it's being run by Praxis. Praxis is also working on Syngap1. So it's important to pay attention to what Praxis is doing and it's important to know that there are ASOs being put in the spines of children and our, we want our children to be next on that list. So I'm paying close attention to Prax222 Go ahead and check that out. There's two links. There's there's my tweet about it, and there's also the link to clinicaltrials.gov. So, fun fact, all clinical trials are on clinicaltrials.gov, and you can read about who's doing it, and what they're doing, and blah, 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 and what they're measuring. And if you go to Prax222, you will see that the first, like, ish, 10 things that they're measuring are basically seizure-related, and then they get into behavioral checklists and other other things you would measure. Because in SCN2A, they can they can see those seizures and they're pretty easy to count. Syngap 1, not all of our kids have seizures that are countable, right? And this is why we talk about biomarkers so much. But punchline for us, we are sitting here hoping with bated breath for genetic therapies for our kids like ASOs, like Prax222, from companies like Praxis. So Prax222, one to watch, check it out. I would be remiss not to mention that Syngap Stories has begun. We are two episodes in. So Ashley Fry has started a podcast called Syngap Stories. She started episode one talking about herself and her story with Nathan. She interviewed me for episode two. There will be more episodes. They're going to keep coming. But if you subscribe to this, well done. Stay up to date with Syngap 10. And you can now also subscribe to Syngap Stories and learn more about the stories of, of the community that is, is, is in the Syngap space. Really exciting stuff. Last but not least, sign up for Citizen. If you have not signed up for Citizen, it is the cheapest, easiest, best thing you can do to get control of your medical records for your loved one and to share that data with researchers and industry to make sure that um, things are happening for Syngap just as fast as possible. Believe it or not, there are a lot of things I left out of tonight's podcast, um, but I just wanted to get you guys this information so you knew about Sprint, so you knew about the webinars, so you knew about the blog, so you knew about the matching grant, and so you were thinking about Prax222. There's a lot of reason to be hopeful. And I, I want to say one more thing. At the end of the last blog, I talked about grief a little bit. I've had a few different families reach out to me and say that that was really helpful for them to hear, and they thanked me for going there. I want to really encourage feedback. If you have thoughts, Mike, that was great. Mike, that was terrible. Email me, call me, text me, whatever. Um, I want to hear what works for you in this podcast. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.